Hello, and welcome to the second edition of the Industry 4.0 Now podcast that explores how manufacturers can scale digital. It's brought to you by L&T Technology Services. My name's Laura Pride. This podcast focuses on how product lifecycle management is the enabler for putting Industry 4.0 into practice. I'm delighted to introduce my guest, Atul Tawari. Atul, you're an expert in product lifecycle management, or PLM, and digital transformation services with L. TTS. Welcome along. And um, first of all, it's important for us to acknowledge that Industry 4.0 as a term has been around for decades and it's synonymous within the manufacturing and industrial sectors as, I guess, an ideal for digital transformation and automation. What does it mean in your terms or in your opinion? Is it a reality for some of your customers or is it still just something that remains a concept that perhaps hasn't been achieved yet? Uh, so what I feel and what I'm observing like industry 4.0, it is becoming a soon reality and the kind of uh, the advancement in the technology of uh, digital what we have seen, um, uh, more and more organizations are adopting to digital and they are seeing those benefits. And does it always have a business need? Is it a case that it's something that they're making small changes rather than perhaps one big um, automation when it comes to manufacturing? That's right. I will say it's incremental changes for the same reason. It is something new and uh, organization when they are putting money, they are uh, ensuring like what kind of uh, return on investment they are going to get when they are uh, improving the the manufacturing through industry 4.0 initiatives. So that's what is happening. But the requirements are coming uh, quite regularly now. And even in the emerging geographies like India and Asia Pack, I'm seeing the large turnkey based project where the demand is actually to adopt industry 4.0. Though at the same time, their own maturity levels are low. But yes, there is a clear interest for industry 4.0 initiatives. Yeah. And in all your experience and working across all the different sectors that you have, including transportation, aerospace and retail, when it comes to the product lifecycle management, is it a case that it's those small steps that then do eventually perhaps lead to better and more efficient system, particularly in manufacturing? That, that's right. So if you ask me, um, the way digital is known, digital PLM is known, is like uh, we are involving technologies like IoT, uh, IoT, model-based design, model-based engineering, um, digital twin concept, and then leveraging the big data analytics, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and at the same time, AR, VR also. And all these technologies are influencing uh, the, the ways of working in design, engineering, and manufacturing, or rather, I'll say, the whole life cycle, which can include the aftermarket services also. Now, if you see in design areas, um, when we look for doing a simulation for a product, so this is where the IoT data which is a real life simulation data is being used to create the or to test the design and how it helps it helps and actually resulting into first time right now in manufacturing organizations are looking how i can have the connected machines to get the data uh, and then doing a digital twin of the process and then identifying like you now how process efficiencies can be improved and all this lead to a better throughput of their manufacturing or for manufacturing line efficiency would be improved. And um, a lot of artificial intelligence and machine learning is used to improve the machine availability. Now, if you see an aftermarket services area, again, like two aspects, how digital is helping. One side, you can put the IoT sensor so you can predict the behavior of machine, can predict the failures. At the same time, from the the 
design and engineering side you are using the cat technologies and all the data to create uh, the uh, i should say visual instruction for maintenance manuals and all using ar vr and you are actually making the information available via plm um as as live information through microservices or many uh, various other means so this is how like you now you can uh, have a uptime of your equipment when you are working in the fields for that product so overall uh, is like the digital plm is big time helping uh, in terms of bringing the transformation benefit or uh, adoption of industry 4.0 as a seamless threat from cat design engineering manufacturing and aftermarket Uh, areas and this is i see a major trend where most of the organizations are looking that way now the uh, adoption of uh, industry 4.0 digital transformation is like uh, depends on their readiness so meaning the organization where the readiness of the systems uh, the manufacturing and plm systems are high they are adopting to next stage of maturity for industry 4.0 or 4.0 now and uh, the organization where the systems are not that mature they are taking incremental approach to come to some level and then go for the next level of uh, transformation and i guess that's what's really exciting about the whole concept of industry 4.0 and scaling digital it's where you've got that seamless thread that you've mentioned but it actually has that live information and data that companies can use to not only optimize their manufacturing process but actually have that and be able to apply it across the whole business that's right and and like you know the global organization where they have multiple manufacturing plant the best practice of one manufacturing plant is leverage seamlessly as a best case scenario or sometimes we call it as golden batch to other manufacturing uh, business unit for them to optimize to the best case scenario level and when you have multiple production lines as you say and perhaps for those global businesses that have different operations and different manufacturing in different parts adopting that best practice is where you can really see the value for a business absolutely and this is what uh, we see a new trends where like uh, um, the to be highly competitive to run the process to their maximum efficiency these are the ways and this is where the data analytics and other um, um, ai and machine learning uh, data is used to fine tune the manufacturing and replicate to the global locations yeah And Atul, would you have an example, or can you perhaps describe where a company or a partner that you've been working for, what the difference is to them when they actually have that visible and traceable PLM um, system? Yeah, so uh, two ways we see the organization where like uh, the maturity of PLM is less, so they struggle and they use multiple system to have a traceability of the data, be it for aftermarket services or uh, be it the supplier collaboration as well, and how PLM is helping big time. uh where like uh, the seamless data availability be it like you no know, alternate part substitute part and uh, uh integration of cad and um, cad plm and erp this is how i say as one combination can provide all the information across the globe uh, whenever the uh, traceable information is required uh, either for doing maintenance or for replacement or even to build a customized product for a geography where uh, you may have a constraint of uh, like you no know, building a products to certain cost criteria this information is very very important off the back of that do you think that businesses and organizations have to be a certain size or have a certain level of maturity to actually have that successful digital plm Oh yes uh, so uh, when we look to organization for their plm maturities now we see a scenario where customers are using multiple cat tools multiple plm and that cannot be categorized as the the best case scenario for plm so what we recommend first of all they should have a, a 
best case scenario of PLM, which is the CAD PLM and ERP integration. And they should not have preferably multiple CAD. And if multiple CADs are there, they should not have multiple PLM. Once you have a basic PLM system for the organization, then this system can be taken to the journey of digital PLM where the new age areas like model-based design, model-based engineering, as I was talking about, or the enricher integration of uh, engineering to PLM, not only just the bill of material definition, but how the manufacturing instruction and other software content goes to a smart machine. And then leveraging is same to the aftermarket services using AR and VR. So this is what, uh, once you have a basic definition of PLM, they can go to the digital PLM journey. That's the challenge, isn't it, for every business which has different systems in place and different processes, getting to that best case scenario of a product lifecycle management system is key in itself. Absolutely. And I'm seeing that trend like where the large organizations are actually getting into a discipline of talking about uh, one CAT system, one PLM platform, one ERP, seamlessly, whole organization is using the same thing. Now you see the simplification, meaning you have one uh, CAT platform, so meaning the reusability of data is going to be very high. One PLM system, common best practices processes, which is going to be definitely leaner and most efficient. And then one ERP system or ERP system can be many, depending upon the business unit. Uh, and seamlessly making the process leaner and simple for doing the product development or getting ready for the digital transformation for industry. Would you say it's about knowing what's going to work best for that organisation when they are perhaps implementing the best of IT, the best of engineering to have that um, product lifecycle management? That's right. So I'll share you a few scenarios. And what I'm seeing, some of the customers are on a high degree of maturity or at least understood or not having a big legacy or resistance to change. So they identified. So one scenario, I'll talk about it, where one of the customer was actually like, you know, uh, using PLM as only a CAD data repository. They are having their bill of material in SAP, ERP. And um, uh, they are having a separate system for change management, right? So we come across and we come more from engineering side. So we talked about, no, this is, first of all, you are not using the PLM the way it should be used. And then um, why you are using multiple different systems? We could able to convince them. And then we put a foundation of, as I was talking about, the best case scenario of PLM. So what we have done, we put the CAT system integrated with the PLM. And then from the PLM, where we define the bill of material, and then we passed the ERP information and integration only for cost. And this best case scenario is implemented, highly successful program, which is the way we say a success, meaning this is what end engineer sees the value. And this program, because they were struggling for traceability, so they call it as a traceability program. Now, the foundation of PLM is there, the end objectives are served. Now, they are actually um, uh, putting more and more enhancement, the IoT scenarios or the AR, VR, as I was talking about, or attempting digital twin to take the journey for digital PLM. And for um, those organisations where, again, it isn't joined up and it's not that holistic scaling of digital, that's where that investment can all be wasted. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's like, no, when uh, we are actually looking to solve a business problem, okay, and until unless we understand that and closely working with the end engineers to see what they want to see a change and how my technology, which I'm enabling, is helping to do the things better. Then only one can justify a return of investment has come out. One simple example, when field engineers goes, right now we are talking about digital where the PLM system are becoming live systems. So meaning you think of an information, it is available to you. Where? On mobile devices. It is latest information. It is always correct because it's a seamless one thread where nobody is interfering in the information. Now, so end engineer, when they are going for a service, they get exactly what they look for. 
without getting into too many systems. And this is where you will see either like you no, know, they are able to service the product faster or at the same time they are monitoring the product even any failure comes and before the failure comes they can detect the issue and can correct it. This is what I am talking about the, the uh, digital PLM system uh, for transformation or industry 4.0 which is impacting the business and that is where the meaning of the investment in PLM to get the right return. Well, I'm afraid we're going to have to leave the PLM um, edition of the Industry 4.0 podcast here. But thank you to my guest, Atul Tiwari, who is PLM and Digital Transformation Services Leader at L&T Technology Services. Don't forget, if you are looking for more information about scaling digital with LTTS, then head to LTTS.com forward slash industry four underscore now or follow the hashtag industry four underscore now for more insights and solutions on social media. You can also find further editions of this industry four point now podcast there too. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.